Welcome to Economically Speaking, the information podcast designed to bring you the latest economic development news in the town and the surrounding area. Hosted by Babylon IDA CEO Tom Dolan. Well, good afternoon, everyone. You are listening to Economically Speaking. I am your host, Tom Dolan. And today we wanted to do something a little different. It is our 30th episode. And uh, I thought it would be fun to speak with our special projects manager here, uh, David Batkowitz. David had just recently named by the town of Huntington Chamber of Commerce as a member of its 30 under 30 class. Uh, He came right out of college in the summer of 2020 and did a lot of work for us. Actually, he does a lot of work for us here on the podcast. And I thought it'd be great to, instead of the guy behind the scenes, we'll put him in front of the scenes and give him a little highlight today. So, David, welcome. Thank you, Tom. Thank you for having me. Well, let's kind of jump right into it. 30 under 30, uh, 30th episode. And uh, again, you came right out of college here in 2020, right, as an intern with us. And why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and tell the listening audience about yourself. That's right. So I came to the IDA in the summer of 2020, kind of also known as the summer of COVID. I went to SUNY Albany where I got my uh, undergrad in economics and political science with a concentration in public law. During my undergrad, I had done summer and winter internships with the town of Babylon and also the IDA, as you know. Um, And in my junior year at SUNY Albany, I was fortunate enough to get my real estate license and I worked with a brokerage up there. So I have a little bit of a background in residential real estate. And I started law school in 2021. I go part-time to Toro Law Center where I am the evening vice president of the SBA and the president of the Real Estate Law Society. And I also do some work uh, part-time with Harris Beach as a law clerk uh, doing public finance and economic development. Well, that's great. Well, you are definitely ambitious. We are so happy to have you here. We really are. And you do a great job for us here. And we were so happy because I know there was a lot of people that when you were doing those internships that wanted you and we I think we wanted you a little bit more than everyone else and we're so happy that you came here. Let's jump into so why don't you tell us a little bit about the Huntington Chamber of Commerce 30 under 30 award and what the award you know what does it mean to you? Absolutely so the the honor is awarded annually by the Huntington Chamber of Commerce and it really showcases Long Island's top young professionals under the age of 30, obviously, across multiple career fields, including business, nonprofits, and governments. To me, to be included in this group of accomplished young people means a great deal because it solidifies all the hard work I've put in since I finished undergrad. And it also goes without saying, but it's a huge confidence boost to have my work recognized in front of the entire Huntington Chamber. Uh, you know, I think at the awards dinner, there was something like 150 guests that attended. So it was just really nice to, you know, kind of have my uh, accolades put on display in front of all those people. Absolutely. No, it's, it's so great. And that's exactly why we wanted to do this today. I, I was driving one day. I think I told you this. I was driving and I'm like, oh, 30th episode, 30 under 30, right? I think it was just recently was the was the award ceremony, right? Yep, yep. It was, uh, I think, right after or 
just before we had recorded our last episode that the, the awards gotcha. that had happened. So good thing it was our 29th episode, and that brings you here today. So let's talk a little bit about, again, you, you're working real hard. You came back from Albany. You're working hard here. You're going to school at night. You're going to law school, not, not just any, you know, continuing ed. It's pretty challenging work you're doing. But what are some of the challenges that you face as a young professional? You know, besides how new everything is, is you know, you're a young professional, you're just starting out, you really haven't been exposed to actual practical work like we do here at the IDA. Besides that, I, I think the biggest thing would probably be the stigma that comes with being a young person in business. Um, in my case, it's, it's government, but a lot of the times, you know, not all the time, young people are kind of seen as naive, People also have some misconceptions about how much young people actually know and what we can uh, do when we're put into leadership positions. That's part of the reason I found this award particularly inspiring because I've seen so many of my peers who are having positive impacts on their communities and businesses. I think even one of the honorees that was uh, a part of my class had started an online jewelry company during the middle of COVID and I think the company made over a million dollars in sales to date. Huh. You know, and that's that's a person my age that's you know taking advantage of the resources that are available to them. So it's just just very inspiring. That's great. And I, and I got to tell you, here I, I, you know, I hope we're not giving off that uh, that vibe for you because I I know we uh, count on you a lot and we value your input uh, for sure. So I uh, hope that's. <laughs> that's the message that we're given here. But um, what opportunities did this award open up for you? What do you, what do you see as the opportunities with that? So, you know, besides just uh, adding something to my resume, one of the things that was the, the, the best part of it was all the networking opportunities that it afforded me. Mm -hmm. The original announcement dinner took place at the uh, Spotlight, which is at the Paramount in Huntington Village. And it was kind of an announcement ceremony with some of the staff on the Huntington Chamber Young Professional Committee and with the rest of the honorees. So that was kind of just an introduction. Really, the night was focused on introducing the honorees to the chamber, introducing the honorees to the public, that sort of thing. But then there was also a, uh, a brewery event where we went to Six Harbors Brewery in Huntington, and it was really just the young professionals so we all got to spend some time together, brew, uh, I believe it's called the Young Professionals Ale, which is a part of their 30 Under 30 award. And then finally, obviously, was the awards dinner, which uh, took place at uh, the Harbor Club at Prime in Huntington, where, you know, we got to interact with chamber members, you know, obviously my other young professional colleagues, as well as some of the other businesses whose employees were nominated for these positions. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the connections I was able to make at these events were invaluable, and I consider myself lucky to have been able to connect with the other young professionals. Uh, no, that's a great thing. And, and again, it's so important. There's, there's opportunities as far as, you know, being able to go online today and being able to promote yourself or market yourself or branding, as they say, right? But uh, there's no better way than a one-on-one -on -one or that, that more of an intimate type of setting, right, when you're networking with uh, your peers. Absolutely. I, I think that's one of the things we always talk about, me and you, just networking, networking, networking. You know, it's, it's not always what you know. It's really who you know. Yeah, absolutely. 
and that's what it is. You know, who do you know who, right? So what, what would you say are the resources uh, that are available for young professionals like yourself to get their names out there and start making these connections that you mentioned? You know, obviously, I think the, the easiest thing to do would be to reach out to your local chamber, which were really created for this type of thing, to connect the business community with one another and to expose people to new ideas and new connections. Um, other than that, I would encourage uh, my peers to get involved with some of the other civic organizations. Uh, I know the Long Island Association has like a young professionals committee. Um, other than that, the Association for a Better Long Island is, you know, great for these types of things, as well as minority millennials. And, you know, there are so many more that I couldn't name in a, a short, you know, couple of minutes on sure. the podcast. Sure. But it is important and there are opportunities out there. And again, um, you know, one of the things I found, and it's so important when networking, um, sometimes people think networking is you know you go out and you try to sell yourself or your services to someone um, and that's kind of part of what's happening but it's so important to find out who are the people and the introductions that they're looking to make right and to get in front of and vice versa so that you can help each other so when you're out um, networking or talking to people and somebody brings something up that would be of interest to the person that you're networking with you can make that introduction for them Right. Absolutely. I think uh, I, I can't remember the, the entire phrase that, you know, you always tell me, but it's seek first to understand and then to be understood. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Thank you. Boy, little lessons. <laughs> They're working. But so you've had role models and you've had people in your life that have probably set you on this path a little bit. And, and I got to tell you, I'm always impressed with you. I'm impressed with your work ethic. I'm impressed with your involvement and, and the way you come to work every day and your commitment to uh, getting things done, and you do it with a positive attitude, which is always great, David. And I just want to put that out there right now. But who are some of your role models as you as you come through your young career right now? First and foremost is obviously my parents. Uh, I know it sounds cliche, but they really have done their best to give me every possible opportunity in life. Uh, they've taught me so many things about how to be successful in business, but they've also told me how to be successful as a person and be happy in my own life. Uh, I think one of the things that I picked up from my dad is his hard work ethic. I may not work as hard as him, but I certainly know how to flip the switch when the uh, time comes. One of the things I've taken from my mom is to stop and smell the roses so I don't get overwhelmed when I'm juggling all the tasks that I you know, do have to do. Right. Um, after them, obviously, would come some of my mentors here in the town, yourself included. Uh, when I first came to the IDA in the summer of 2020, I really had no idea what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be. I had no idea about public finance or you know, my own finances, for that matter. <laughs> um, however, I was fortunate enough to work under you. Obviously, your brother Frank, Sue, and you know so many other people here at the IDA, and you guys have shown me how to interact with people in business and just how to work in an efficient way in general. One thing I particularly took away from you uh, is something that you taught me when I first came here, and that was prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. If you don't know what needs to get done and when it needs to get done, you'll have no direction. And I think that's one of the things that has made me so successful in law school, so thank you for that. And, uh, you know, 
I'd be uh, remiss it not to say uh, Supervisor Schaefer and Deputy Supervisor Tony Martinez have always been mentors to me. Uh, even before I got out of college, when I was first doing my internships with the supervisor's office, uh, they both kind of took me under their wing and I've learned so much from working with them. They're both the types of people who are always working around the clock and as you've seen, sometimes late into the night. Um, and their love and commitment to serving the residents of the town of Babylon is inspiring and I'm reminded of it every time I come here to work at the IDA. That's good. And they are uh, two, two, again, two very special uh, men that we're fortunate enough to have here in the town um, and really great role models, no doubt about that. So I'm so glad to hear that you are soaking it all up because you got to be like a sponge right you got to always be learning always be growing and we talk about that all the time so tell me a little bit about maybe some of your goals now so this is a pretty big accomplishment right 30 under 30 you're only what are you 16 17 you, I'm 24 just turned 24 <laughs> ah. I, I always like to joke around because when you do the uh the, the part-time evening classes in law school it's usually people who you know wasn't their traditional you know, pathway to law school. They're all either been employed for several years or, you know, they took a couple of years off. So everyone kind of jokes around that I'm the baby in the law school because I'm one of the youngest. Right. If I had gone full time, it would have been a different story. Um, but I, I think some of my goals now is really just focusing on finishing out law school. I have uh, about two more years left. Um, I'm really hoping to focus in public finance and economic development, as you know. Sure. Um, and I'd really just like to work with IDAs to help businesses stay and grow their businesses in New York. And hopefully, you know, maybe I'll get a Long Island business 30 under 30 or something like that. If it's too late, maybe I'll go for the 40 under 40. But yeah, I, I think... Uh, well, you're doing good. You, you, yeah. you got me. I'm looking 70 under 70, <laughs> you know, so uh, I'm kidding. But, um, well, not really. Um, that's good. There's another resource and another mentor uh, that... I know that is someone that's very important to you, and he kind of took a similar path, mm -hmm. right? And I think he started the trend here originally. It was uh, Matt McDonough. Absolutely, absolutely. Matt's great. Matt, Matt has definitely given me a lot of guidance, not just with the IDAs, but with, you know, law school in general and, mm -hmm. you know, what type of classes to take, you know, what uh, to really focus on in classes, how to study and stuff like that. So he's been a great mentor to me as well. As I sit and watch you and I watch how you kind of attack not only you know every day but kind of how you're attacking life right now David I have no doubt uh, that success will continue to follow you and will continue to come your way why don't you tell us something that maybe the listening audience something a little different what, what's unusual or something that you do that maybe most people don't know I like to read different areas of the law in my free time you know one of the things that I kind of struggled with in undergraduate was I didn't really find the courses interesting and you know I was also away from home for the first time so I think I, I found it you know kind of hard to focus but when I kind of got to law school and even when I came here to the IDA it was one of those things that just clicked like that and you know I really enjoyed learning here at the IDA at the law center and everything that I was learning was almost instantly applicable. So I'm one of those people who didn't necessarily start out thinking, oh, I'm always going to be a lawyer. That's what I want to do. It was kind of something that I fell into 
uh, in my junior year of college, and it was after having you know discussions with my parents, uh, discussions with professors. Um, I, I took a couple of law classes, and that's what kind of made me realize is, hey, this is something that I'm interested in, I'm good at, I should you know dedicate my time to this and see where it leads me, and I'm so glad that I did. That's awesome. And, and how important is it to be passionate about what you're doing, right? So, David, it's been really special. Again, our 30th episode highlighting my own, my favorite, special project manager, David Batkowitz. Any final thoughts, anything you want to? It's going to be a great year at the Babylon IDA, and it's going to be a great year in the town of Babylon. David, thank you for being here. Well, although you had to be here today, <laughs> otherwise we're not paying you. Just kidding. Uh, but we had a great time. And again, we look forward to watching you continue your path and uh, developing as, uh, as you have been all along. So you've been listening to Economically Speaking. My name is Tom Dolan. Have a great day, everyone. This episode of Economically Speaking podcast was brought to you by the Town of Babylon IDA. To find out more information about today's topic, our guest, or to simply stay connected, please visit the show notes where you'll find all the relevant links.